Live with CDP, a weekly sports and entertainment podcast, live on YouTube, Facebook Live, Twitter, and on audio via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Anchor FM. Now here's your host, Chris Pame. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Live with CDP Podcast, Season 3, Episode 24. And uh, I'm looking forward to my guest tonight, Manny Pava. This is his second time coming on my podcast. And he's the uh, uh, communications officer for the Gordie Howe International Bridge uh, going up right now between Windsor and Detroit border. And he's also a longtime OHL broadcaster and currently with the uh, Windsor Spitfires along with Steve Bell on CKLW 800 in Windsor. So I'm looking forward to speaking to Manny tonight about the uh, Ontario Hockey League and uh, the red-hot Windsor Spitfires who have won 10 games in a row and have kind of distanced themselves from Flint in London in the Western Conference. And it uh, looks like it could be a, if things go according to plan in the playoffs, which they don't always, it could be a Windsor-Hamilton uh, OHL final. But we'll see about that. Anyways, guys, just bear with me, and I'm going to bring on uh, Manny, and we'll talk some Windsor-Spitfire hockey. And uh, the couple matchups uh, against the Gulf Storm uh, tomorrow night in Windsor, and then Friday night at the Sleeman Center. One second, guys, I'm going to bring on Manny Pava. Good evening, Manny. How you doing? I'm good, Chris. How are you? Thanks for having good. me. Good. How was your day? Uh, busy day today, but always a busy day down here in Windsor. So Definitely. So are you going to be doing the game with Steve tomorrow night at the WFC Center? Yes. Uh, Bella and I will be doing the home game when checking out your Guelph Storm uh, as they complete compete for playoff positioning in the Western Conference. And Windsor will look to extend their home winning streak to 14 games against the Storm on Thursday night. Wow, 14. And right now, the Storm only have one goalie right now, Owen Bennett. Uh, Jacob um, Oster got hurt in a game last week, and they're being on the safe side. I don't know if he has a possible concussion or not. So they're taking uh, they're, they're giving him a, the, another three games off. And their other goalie, Dixon Grimes, is uh, with the Junior B team right now in the playoffs. So right now, the Storm, uh, as of now, I haven't heard from Tony Sexton, don't have a backup goalie. So maybe they can uh, bring in David Ayers. Or somebody like myself. I'm just kidding. Ride the bus, Chris. Let's see you. Let's see you park yourself on the end of the bench there Thursday night. Yeah, I haven't played goalie in 30 years, so I might be a little rusty and out of shape. You might be a little bit of an overager, too much of an overager for the OHL. That's yeah. true, too. So it's going to be interesting. Um, the Storm kind of righted the ship this weekend with three big wins against Owen Sound, Flint, and Saginaw. So uh, right now they're kind of on a hot streak, but We'll see what happens, but I'm looking forward to the matchup uh, with Windsor uh, Thursday night, and then Friday night I'll be doing the game with the Sleeman Center. So, yeah, I think Guelph is looking to solidify its position in the Western Conference. You know, you talked about the three wins that they they have now won in a row, and they're six points behind the Sioux for fourth and home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Everyone loves to get home ice, but Guelph's got to be careful. They're only one point ahead of Owen Sound, the attack breathing down their necks, so their victories over Owen Sound were huge. Windsor, mm -hmm. on the other hand, as I mentioned, they've won 13 in a row on home ice, looking to extend that to 14 against Guelph on Thursday. They've won 10 in a row overall, 
and they have solidified themselves in top spot in the Western Conference, eight points ahead of the London Knights. And home ice advantage would be huge for Windsor throughout the playoffs because, as I mentioned, they've only lost one game on home ice in regulation since the beginning of December. So it's pretty significant if they can get home ice advantage. Wow. And the Spitfire started out okay, but it seems like since the new year, they've been on fire. Like the last couple of months, um, they've really uh, gelled together. They're getting good goaltending. Uh, they're a solid team and they got the big three, of course. Yeah. I, th- I think what it happened was it took some time for this team to gel. Remember there is a new head coach on the bench for the Windsor Spitfires by the name of Mark Savard in OHL and NHL champion. He won a cup with the Boston Bruins. So to put his fingerprints on this team, it took him a little bit of while, uh, of some time, a little bit while. Um, if you if you look at the special teams, for example, back in October and the beginning of November, it wasn't great. Now the special teams, both the power play and the penalty kill units, are doing a fantastic job with associate coach Jared Smith and assistant coach Andy Delmore. The coaching staff has done a wonderful job with this organization and the players on the ice. Have to give credit to general manager Bill Bowler, who has acquired some big pieces throughout the year. They acquired Nathan Rebo back in November. Um, he's been a big, steady defenseman on the blue line. They've acquired uh, players like Jacob Millette from the Guelph Storm, who's been an unsung hero centering the third line for the Windsor Spitfires. Alex Christopoulos they got from North Bay uh, as well. Josh Curry from North Bay. Andrew Parrott from the Owen Sound Attack has been a huge addition on the blue line. And then they've acquired a goaltender just before the deadline from London, Matt Onishka, mm-hmm. who has really taken over the number one role and goal for this Windsor Spitfires team. And you mentioned the big three. Wyatt Johnston leading the league in points, 119 points in 63 games. Remarkable. Will Cooley. 41 goals, 77 points. A New York Rangers draft pick, drafted in the second round by the Rangers. He's been fantastic. And Matthew Maggio, 38 goals, 79 points. A local boy from Tecumseh, having a tremendous season, two goals away from 40. If he can pop for 40, Windsor would have three 40-goal scores for the first time since the mid-80s. Wow. It'd be remarkable. Well, I think you brought that up the other day on Twitter or something. One of the guys was Kelly Kane, I think. Kelly Kane, yes. yes. Former London Knight, Knight, former Windsor Spitfire. Did he ever play for the Guelph Platers too briefly? I don't, think so. I okay. don't think so. I don't think so. I might be somebody else I got a mixed up with. I know with the Guelph Platers back in the 80s, long time ago. My memory's not as good as it once was. So maybe he did play with Guelph, but I don't think he did. Okay, I'm going to look that up after anyways. But, yeah, I was going to ask you about the, the the thoughts on the big three, on all three of them. Now, in all your time, have you been doing OHL games, uh, Manny? Um, is this maybe the best three players you've seen together? In the same season, I would yes. say yes. I would say yes. I don't think I've seen three players together perform at this level. Um, if I think back to my, uh, London days when I was calling London nights, they're Jason Allison and Nick Stajdahar 
Uh, Allison at forward, Stajit Ahar on the blue line. They both represented Canada at the World Juniors, but again, forward defensemen. I think about my time in Owen Sound, they've had some tremendous players from Dan Snyder and Adam Mayer uh, to Wes Goldie to Bobby Ryan to Brad Richardson to Joey Hishin to Garrett Wilson to Andrew Shaw to Nick Suzuki. Uh, but three guys in the same season who are on the cusp of scoring 40 goals, Cooley and Johnston have already done that. I've never seen such a trio produce at the pace that they're doing for the Windsor Spitfires. Well, it should be an interesting uh, matchup with Guelph the next two games. And uh, Guelph's got one of the uh, one of the good uh, lines, uh, uh, Ben McFarlane and uh, Cooper Walker. They're not the most talented guys, Manny, but they work hard. And that's the one thing under George Burnett. Uh, the Storm team, for the most part, they do work hard most of the time. So uh, I'm, I'm expecting it to be a good competitive game uh, tomorrow night, hopefully. And uh, hopefully we can get a point in Windsor and and uh, get one in uh, Friday. But we'll see what happens. But uh, like I said, I'm just looking forward to these matchups. And uh, like I said, the playoffs will be starting in, what, another two weeks? Another week or a week and a half? April 21st, I believe, is when the playoffs begin. So uh, circle that date on your calendars, fans. It should be a great time. You know, I don't expect Windsor will win every single game the rest of the way in the regular season, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think if if they falter a little bit here and there, that's fine. And it means they're human, and it means that they it shows them that they have to perform on every single night. Uh, to try to get the victory, especially come playoff time. I was going to say uh, overall thoughts of the coaching staff uh, job so far this year with uh, Mark Savard and all of them. Yeah, I think th they're fantastic. Uh, Mark Savard is obviously a very smart hockey man, a very skilled man as well. If you remember him back in his day, he was fantastic. Mm. Um, uh, and I think one thing that he has allowed this team to do is to be creative and, uh, uh, we see that offensively, and we see that in the production. They lead the league in goals for They've been fantastic that way. Um, I think um, Jared Smith has brought some stability to the organization uh, and, has all, and has always been um, a familiar face in the room because uh, he's the uh, only returning man on the bench for the Windsor Spitfires after Trevor Litowski uh, went to Montreal, and Mike Weber joined the Buffalo Sabres system. So Jared Smith brings a sense of stability. He's also now um, uh, helping on the player personnel. He's director of player personnel as well. So um, he gets promoted that way. Andy Delmore, a former NHLer, a former OHLer, uh, who knows the game very, very well. He deserves a ton of credit, especially working with that blue line. And they've really cut down over the last couple of weeks they've really cut down on opponents shots to help keep scores down to help support their goaltenders and then the goaltending looks fantastic michael layton was hired as a goaltending coach midway through the season i think he's done a marvelous job with matt onishka especially um and xavier medina who's come back after spending some time away from the team um michael layton deserves a ton of credit for the work he's done with the goaltenders um, and as I mentioned, GM Bill Bowler has done a fantastic job too. Who do you think will be starting in net tomorrow night for the Spitfires? And do you think they'll go with rotate goalies Thursday and Friday night, or they're going to go with one guy for those two games? No, I think they'll split the duties. 
Uh, I think it'll be Anishka on Thursday and Medina on Friday. Um, you know, I'm not in the coach's head, so I don't know for sure. But that's if I was a betting man, that's what I would do. I was going to say that trade with the London Knights with Onishka, that was to me kind of a steal because he's a solid goalie and he's now getting an opportunity to play in Windsor. Yeah, good kid, six foot two, 180 pounds uh, from Waterloo, uh, so not far from Guelph. Um, I just didn't get a lot of time in London. Yeah. Um, and now that he's playing a lot more, his game has grown and his confidence is growing as well. He's been a welcome addition to uh, the Windsor Spitfires. Okay. I had to ask you this question before we get on to some more uh, thoughts on former goal storm player, Jacob Millette, uh, since arriving in Windsor, uh, I look at his stats and his stats are uh, pretty solid and he seems to be contributing with the Spitfires. Yeah. He's centering the third line right now for the Windsor Spitfires and doing a fantastic job. Uh, I think when he first arrived on the team, um, he was, um, centering the second, third line, finding his spot. But one thing that really stood out for me was that he is a strong penalty killer, strong in the face-offs, and really responsible in his own end. He's still doing that, but now he's producing offensively. 41 games in Windsor, 7 goals, 21 points, and that's while centering the third line on this Windsor team. He's been a welcome addition. Uh, he obviously just needed a fresh start, a new yeah. place, uh, and he's been fantastic. Yeah, I liked him uh, being doing the camera work for Rogers TV. I was around the players, and he would always uh, bug me about the Philadelphia Eagles and stuff like that. So I was so happy that they uh, traded him to Windsor, and uh, he's getting an opportunity. And sometimes that's what these kids need is a fresh start and a new opportunity to uh, develop their skills. And there's not a lot of pressure on him too, right? Like he's not centering the number one line. Um, he goes out. He's great on the face-offs. Uh, he does a really good job centering that third line and provides some quality depth for this Windsor team. And that's what you need in the playoffs, especially is depth. Yes. Definitely. Okay, um, my next question I wanted to ask you, Manny, what has impressed you the most about the Spitfire's current 10-game winning streak? What has stood out in this 10-game winning streak the most? Well, I think it's um, the fact that they've dealt with adversity um, all along the way. And some of the games they've won different ways. Uh, if I, if I think about, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Windsor was playing in shootouts. Like some of the games were outrageous. Uh, they beat Saginaw eight, five, they beat Kitchener seven to five. Um, you know, they scored a lot of goals, but they also gave up a lot of goals. And then they went up to the Sioux after that stretch and they limited Sioux's chances i held sue in two games to under 25 shots each game and they won those games five three and five four they followed that up with a five one win over sarnia so um they may have sacrificed a little offensively but they're playing a lot better defensively and that's why i think they've they've really improved down the stretch and and what's really impressed me is the fact that they've won different ways Ways. And that's what championship teams have to do. And uh, one of my viewers, Christian, who's from Windsor, said the same thing as you did too, the defense as well. Yeah, Christian's a good guy. He knows what he's talking about. I see him at the WFCU Center all the time. Glad that he's able to join us. 
Yeah, I wish I could go down to the game tomorrow night because I'm right now I'm on midnights in my current job. But if I was off tomorrow night, I would I think I would have made the trip down to Windsor because I hear it's a nice facility, good fans, and and it would have been a a nice game to see uh, in Windsor. Well, you know, there's going to be plenty of times that you can travel down in the playoffs and, and visit. WFCU is a top five rink in the Ontario Hockey League, and I'd love to see uh, the fans come out in droves over the playoffs and pack the WFCU Center. Spitfires uh, are asking fans to wear red during the playoff run. So, um, Chris, make sure you wear red when you visit the WFCU Center. How's that? Still, hey, I was going to say, and uh, I started my camera work with Rogers a couple years ago, and I never even got to do a playoff game because the league got shut down. So I told my producer, I said, I'm going to be a rookie cameraman this year because I've not done a OHL playoff game yet as a camera operator. So I'm looking forward to doing the playoff games uh, with Rogers TV. And if Guelph wins any playoff games, make sure you get some credit, okay? Nah, it's okay. <laughs> Sometimes I, I call the scores before the games, and guys are like, wow. And uh, and, and uh, I love being around the arena, the players, and especially Tony Sexton. I talk to him all the time, and I get all my information from him in person or on Twitter as well. So uh, he's a really good guy too, Tony. Yeah, Tony's a fantastic guy. He's one of the, uh, the veterans in the Ontario yeah. Hockey League, so yeah. he's always a great guy. Tell him I said uh, hi. Okay, definitely. Hey, and if you were closer, I would. I I, I have two tickets to the game Friday night. Uh, it's Rogers TV night here, but unfortunately, I will be working, so I'm gonna see if I can find somebody that wants to go to the game Friday night at the Sleeman Center. Well, I'm I'm sure you can find a few fans. I'll be in Detroit. I'm watching the Tigers home opener on Friday. So against the Chicago White Sox, is that a daytime or a nighttime game? It's a 105 first pitch. Pitch. Wow. And I was gonna say. Uh, I'm hoping to get down there for uh, Lou Whitaker's uh, Jersey retirement ceremony, August 6th. That's the game I want to go to the most. I've got my tickets already, so it should be uh, should be a fun yeah. day. Yeah, and uh, and I have another guy coming on from Windsor tomorrow, Mike Gagacut from CKLW800. He's going to come on, and we're going to do a Detroit Tigers podcast tomorrow afternoon. Well, Mike K. Cook okay. is one of the biggest Tigers fans I know next to me. Yeah. So um, he's fantastic. Tell him I said hi and ask him if he's going to lead the parade with me when we get to the playoffs. Definitely. Um, I I think the Tigers could compete for a wild card. I guess we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping last year they won 77 games in really a rebuilding season. A.J. Hinch did a fantastic job. So I'm hoping this year maybe 85 wins. 85 uh, wins easy 85 is a bit high but uh uh we'll wait and see we'll wait i hope you're right chris i hope you're right and what i was gonna say i know chicago they're gonna be the they're to me chicago's still the team to beat in the al central the way yeah, I, I don't think it's even close i think they have the easiest path to a division championship out of the entire major league baseball um uh, lucas giolito who we will see on friday He's a premier pitcher, premier starting pitcher. Um, Eloy Jimenez, uh, Luis Robert, uh, he's fantastic. Definitely. Um, I was, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. And I finally got my, uh, uh, what's that, CAN app now when you go across Arrive the board? Camp. Arrive oh, Camp. So I've got go. that all all filled in and ready to go. And uh, I'm hoping to be in the States by the end of April for a national lacrosse league game. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the Buffalo bandits. I'm hooked on lacrosse. Now I had a taste of it last week with the Toronto rock. 
Oh, lacrosse is a fantastic sport. I've, I've seen a, f a few dozen games back uh, from junior B to senior B in Owen Sound and, of course, the National Lacrosse League as well. That's uh, a great sport. Great sport. Definitely. Definitely. And I'm hoping Detroit gets a National Lacrosse League team to go with Little Caesars Arena in the mm -hmm. future. You never know. I think it would be great because you got the Pistons and the Red Wings there, and then it would give them another – it would give them more dates for that building. Not that the building's probably not getting full now anyways. That'd be great. More sports options for fans down here. I'm, I'm sure they would love it. Definitely. Okay. I just got a couple more uh, Spitfire questions for you, Manny. Um, one, one I wanted to ask you, what was a turning point uh, for the Spitfires this season where they where you noticed they were starting to gel offensively, defensively, and, and, the, and the goaltending was solid? You know what? I, I don't think there was one point in the season. I think, you know, it took some time with the new coaching staff, like I mentioned earlier, for this team to gel, uh, for Mark Savard to find the right lines, for Bill Bowler to make the right additions, um, the right players that he brought into the lineup here. Um, and, and then they gelled. If there was one single point, I would say, you know, um, the beginning of December, really is when this team started to click. But I don't think there was really a huge turning point in this season for the team. Okay. And uh, my next question I was going to ask you, uh, we already talked about it a little bit, but overall assessment of the Spitfires goaltending in uh, Nishka, uh, Medina, and uh, I guess Kyle Downey has played 11 games with the Spitfires so far this year. Yeah, Kyle Downey is uh, a draft pick of the Windsor Spitfires. Uh, Matt Tuvel has also played in eight games, so there have been four different goaltenders who have played for the Windsor Spitfires this season. When uh, At the beginning of the season, when Medina was injured, Kyle Downey and Matt Tovel shared the crease, uh, and there seemed to be some doubt about uh, whether Windsor would have the goaltending to get going. But at the beginning of January, Bill Bowler made the move to get Matt Anishka. Uh, he's been fantastic. Xavier Medina is a very quality number one starter in the Ontario Hockey League as well. So I would say that while there was some doubt early on in the season, Onishka and Medina have been steady now in goal for Windsor. You need good goaltending to win in the playoffs. Windsor will only go as far as their goaltending takes them. So Medina and Onishka will feel some pressure, but I think they're up to the task. If so far... The evidence says they are. They've been fantastic, riding a 10-game win streak. And like you mentioned, too, uh, you can have all the firepower and all the star players you want, but in the playoffs, you definitely have to have that goaltending. And the 19 Storm team, they had a lot of talent, obviously, but nobody talks about Anthony Popovich, and he was solid for Guelph in that OHL championship round in 2019. 2019? Yes. That's oh, three. That was three years ago. So, yeah. so that was the 1819. 18, yeah. Yes, and that's season. before that's, yeah, the Gulf Storm are still the defending OHL yes. champions, by the way. Yes. That's not the way they wanted to be the defending OHL champions by being shut down for a year and a half. But uh, yeah. like I said, and he, I don't think he got enough credit and he was solid. And, and uh, like I said to me, they uh, had all the talent, but you had to have, you have to have the goaltending in the playoffs, obviously. He did his job. He didn't cost them anything when you have yep. players like Nick Suzuki and yep. Isaac Radcliffe yep. um, who performed at another level in the playoffs. Uh, Sean Dersey was there too as well. Um, when they performed at another level in the playoffs, as long as the goaltending didn't cost you the game, yep. 
Yeah. Uh, I think you're well on your way. Yep. It was just a shame Nico Dawes never got a chance to have a playoff run with the Gulf Storm because uh, he was the goaltender of the year before they had to shut down in the 2020 season. And it's just a shame. I'm not saying Gulf would have gone far in the playoffs, but Nico Dawes that year was outstanding. And it's just a shame he never got an opportunity with the playoffs. But now I'm happy seeing him in the NHL with the New, Jer- with the New, New, Jer- New Jersey Devils. Yeah, he's a, he had a tremendous uh, late career. In yes. the Ontario Hockey League, he really um, blossomed into a very good goaltender late in his career in the OHL. Definitely, and uh, Christian was just saying the same thing as you. Is Onishkin has been a rock salt. Uh, that was a very good trade by the uh, Spitfires. A fantastic trade. Okay, are you still good for a few more minutes, Manny? Yeah, sure. Okay, no problem. Um, just quick thoughts on your next two games against the Gulf Storm. And uh, what can the Storm fans like myself and everyone watching can look for uh, from the from the Spitfires these next two games? Well, I, I think obviously it starts with the offense. If Well, if, even if you just want to go to the game and see good hockey, just watch Wyatt Johnston. Um, he plays full length of the ice, offensively, defensively. He can strip the puck, win battles along the boards. And, oh, yeah, he leads the league in points. He's had a tremendous season that way, first-round pick of the Dallas Stars. He's just a lot of fun to watch. Um, 43 goals, 119 points, fantastic. Don't leave Will Cooley open if you see Will Cooley open, if he gets the pockets in the back of the net. And Matthew Maggio's got some speed. He's got some skill. Um, watch for him. But don't forget about the other guys. Ryan Abraham centering uh, that line with Maggio and uh, Daniel D'Amico, an overage forward who's playing very well. He has 27 goals. He's knocking on the door of 30. Um, uh, Pasquale Zito hits hard. If you're keeping an eye out for him, um, because he'll run somebody over. Um, whether it's at the WFCU Center or the Sleeman Center. Uh, from the back end, Andrew Parrott, Luca Heno, they have been fantastic. They produce offensively, make great first passes. Um, and the Spitfires like to play a fast game and um, a hard checking game. They can play any which way you want. You want to play physical, Spitfires can match you. If you want to play a speed game and a skill game, the Spitfires can match you. So uh, if if you're a Guelph Storm fan watching this right now, just take a look at how Windsor plays, and they can play any which way you want. I suspect the Storm are going to have probably uh, McFarlane and Walker and uh, Calib- the Carabella, Jake Carabella, Guelph native on the on the top line. Uh, that's the one guy I want I want you guys to look out for is Jake Carabella, Guelph native. I uh, was in the top prospects game too. The Storm actually had four guys in the top prospects game this year. That was uh, Zilkinen, Carabella. Uh, Portress and uh, the rookie defenseman Michael Bershinger. He has four goals, 38 assists, and 42 points. And uh, obviously, Cam Allen, the 16 year old Cam Allen, he's uh, tremendous for a 16 year old kid. Um, 37 points as a 16 year old kid in the Ontario Hockey League. So that's another guy to look out for tomorrow night and Friday is Cam Allen. Okay. I'll keep an eye out for them. Definitely. So, um, and I was going to say, uh, last question I wanted to ask you. And uh, I was going to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yes or no, are the Spitfires right now a Memorial Cup contender? And quick thoughts on the Hamilton Bulldogs in the Eastern Conference. Obviously, we haven't seen them play the West this year, but just overall thoughts on on, on that question. 
Uh, are the Windsor Spitfires a Memorial Cup contender? Yes. Uh, in my mind, right now, they're the best team in the Western Conference. Uh, because of the way the season has gone in the Ontario Hockey League, we don't get to see the Eastern Conference. So we won't see the Hamilton Bulldogs until the OHL final, if that's the case, if it's a Spitfires Bulldogs matchup. I think Hamilton is the best team in the East. Some people in North Bay may feel differently about that. Some people in Kingston with Shane Wright may feel differently about that. But I think Hamilton is tops in the East, and I think the Bulldogs have an inside track to head to the OHL final. Only one team will represent the OHL at the Memorial Cup. If it is the Spitfires and the Bulldogs who meet in the OHL final, I think that's going to be a fantastic series and one that every OHL fan should watch. And if that's the series, I'm definitely going to be going down to uh, Hamilton, the first Ontario center for a couple of games of those. If they let you in the building, I heard you've got a bad rap in that building. So. <laughs> I was there Saturday night for the Rock game. I'll tell you, that building is not bad when they have 8,500 fans in there. So if the Bulldogs can draw even close to 8,500 fans, it is a good environment in that arena when there's people in there. Chris, they didn't kick you out? Did they not no. know who you were? Like no. the, unbelievable. You snuck in and stayed for the whole game. Yes, I'm and surprised. then... And my friend, Pat Gregor, he's a TSN analyst uh, for the National Lacrosse League Game of the Week. So I got to see him after the game and do a, I'm doing live interviews now with people. So to get me more experience, I figure that's great to, to do two, three, four, five minute interviews with guys and, and do it on the fly without having like sheets or anything with me. That's great. Good for you, Chris. So everything's going well with Rogers and I'm with the National Basketball League of Canada as well. I get to interview or speak with coaches and players after the games on Zoom as well, which is a great opportunity for me. That's fantastic. Good for you. Thank you. So, and I've been very lucky to get guests like you guys and uh, Mike from CKL and Aaron Sanders, uh, the voice of the Windsor Express, uh, and uh, Steve Bell. I almost feel like I know almost a lot of people in Windsor now. Hey, you you just mentioned every single person that you need to know in Windsor. So definitely. Uh, yeah. And I was going to say... Um, Quick thoughts on the OHL um, with the uh, Niagara uh, Ice Dogs. Uh, just yeah, quick it, thoughts on that. Interesting story. So uh, Billy Burke and Joey Burke have been suspended indefinitely, and the organization has been fined $150,000. Um, as the OHL investigated um, a conversation that took place in a WhatsApp messaging group um we don't know what was in that conversation at least it's not being released publicly although some people uh do know what was said in that group chat but obviously uh there was a form of harassment um in that chat and the league has been um the league has been adamant with a zero tolerance policy with regards to uh any language whatsoever that could be deemed harassment that uh, violates the league's harassment and abuse and diversity policy. There is no place in the OHL, there's really no place in our society for any of those conversations to take place. Um, you know, the league came out with a statement and said that the, um, the conduct runs counter to the OHL's onside program, which emphasizes the importance of demonstrating respect for women through actions and words. 
So if you can read between the lines, there was obviously a violation on that part, and there is no place in the OHL for that. And the league is correct to come down hard. I know the Burks have an opportunity to appeal their suspension um, as they are not eligible to return until June 1st, 2024. That is a significant period of time for the Burks to be away from the Niagara Ice Dogs organization. I suspect that they will appeal, but I'm glad to see that the OHL has come down hard with a punishment, a severe punishment, because there should be a zero tolerance policy with regards to it. Absolutely agree with you. And and, and they just had the situation with the Flint Firebirds too uh, recently and then in the last few years as well. So uh, I agree with whatever you said there, Manny, about zero tolerance for any of that stuff. Yeah, there's no place, as I mentioned, there's no place in the game for it. There's no place in society for it. Definitely. And before I let you go, Manny, I was going to say, so you're going to uh, the home opener for the Tigers Friday. Uh, where are your seats for that game? Uh, the seats are section 200. So we're not, we're in the outfield, uh, not close to the fence line or anything like that, but I like sitting up higher, catching the whole field. It, it'll just be fantastic to be in the ballpark again. And what, how do you feel the Tigers will do this season? I think, have- the, I think the, the over under says 77 and a half wins on the season. I took the over. Uh, I think they won 77 games last year, and I think they're a better team than they were last year. I'm really looking forward to seeing Spencer Torkelson, uh, the rookie sensation for the Tigers. It's unfortunate that Riley Green is hurt, but I look forward to seeing him when he returns to the lineup sometime in June. I think the future looks bright for the Tigers organization. I agree with you. Although with Riley Green, I guess he had a fractured foot, and they say generally normally six to eight weeks. So I think you were right about maybe June he could be back by. Yeah, I think they're going to take it easy with him. Six to eight weeks will basically put him in May, but I think they're going to wait till June before he returns. Okay. And the last question, and I'll let you go. Uh, Manny, who's the starting pitcher? Is it Erod? Is it Rodriguez starting on uh, Friday? It is Erod. So he gets the ball on Friday, and uh, it'll be his debut in a Tigers uniform. Wow, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to that, and 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 then we get the storm game Friday night against Windsor. So it's going to be a busy sports weekend for all of us. That's great. We got the Masters on this weekend too. Watch Tiger. Maybe he'll make the cut. Uh, definitely, uh, Spitfires have a lot of hockey this weekend. Definitely, be will be a sports weekend. Who are you guys playing out other than Guelph? Like Thursday, uh, Friday, Guelph, and then are you guys playing Saturday or Sunday too? So this is the final home game of the regular season for the Windsor Spitfires against the Guelph Storm. Uh, they return to Guelph on Friday, and then on Saturday they'll be in Saginaw. And then next week, Windsor will play in Erie, and then they'll end the regular season in Guelph April 16th. And I'll be at that game too, so Steve Bell is going to get sick of seeing me. <laughs> That's okay. You give Beller a hard time. I hope you can maybe watch some of the broadcasts from Windsor. I'll have to check my plans for that Saturday night. We have a good crew with Ryan Drury and Steve Fitzsimmons and uh, and Trevor Pryor as a host, and, and Neil White does a really good job, and it's a good crew. Yeah, I know Steve and Trevor very well. You can tell them I said hi, uh, and if I can, I'll tune into the broadcast. Okay, and where can my audience find you again on social media again? Yeah, you can find me at Pave of the Way. Uh, that is my personal 
Twitter feed. Um, you can also follow me and my friends, Matt and John, on our podcast for future considerations. Podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram for future considerations on Facebook. We just released an episode this week where we give our predictions for the upcoming baseball season. Um, we're on the Blue Jays bandwagon. We're on the Tigers bandwagon. Uh, and we'll see where it goes. I'm just glad I'm going to be able to go across the border again and go see some uh, Major League Baseball games and Buffalo Bison games in Buffalo because it's been three years since I've been to a baseball game. Yeah, it's it's been uh, since the summer of 2019 since I've been to a baseball game. So looking forward to that. Okay, well, enjoy the game on Friday, Manny. And uh, I was going to say, hopefully I can have you back on again in the future. And uh, maybe next time, maybe talk a little bit about the, uh, the bridge, how things are going with that, maybe. Sounds good. Uh, Chris, okay. thank you again for having me on. I really thank appreciate it. Well, thank you, Manny. And uh, podcast is only as good as his guests are. And I'm very <laughs> lucky. Well, it's a privilege to be on the show with you, Chris. Thanks a lot, Manny, and uh, enjoy the game tomorrow night, and I'll be uh, watching the game. Great. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Manny. Have a good night. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed my uh, guest tonight with Manny Pava. Uh, he's a communications officer for the Gordie Howe International Bridge, and he's also a longtime OHL broadcaster and with the Windsor Spitfires right now with Steve Bell on CKLW 800 in Windsor. And they'll be doing the game tomorrow night at the WFCU Center in Windsor and then Friday night at the Sleeman Center at 730 against those Guelph Store. Just bear with me, guys. I'm going to put a little video clip of um, Will Cooley who's one of the top prospects uh, in the uh, OHL and having a tremendous year for the Windsor Spitfires. I'm Will Cooley. I play for the Windsor Spitfires. I'm a left winger, and I'm from Toronto. I think Will Cooley is one of those guys that scouts are going to say, I don't want to miss that big body guy who skates so well. Cooley's really found his niche, it seems, with that power forward that can put up points. Every team's looking for that. So good. Cooley be a Tom Wilson type. And I think for Will Cooley, when I look at him, the physical game, he's everything else. Jumping his step. Here comes Jean-Luc again. Centering pass. Cooley scores! Well, these guys are having some fun this afternoon. Guess who threw that big hit? Will Cooley. Sauces one rink wide for Heno. Heno. Sauces one back to Cooley scores! What a shot! Six three Spitfires! Each side of center. Hits it to Will Cooley. He's got an opening two and he scores! Will Cooley brings Windsor to within one. Will Cooley was drafted third overall in the 2018 OHL priority selection from the Toronto Marlboros. Peterborough Peach are very pleased to select with our first round pick from the Toronto Marlies, William Cooley. Not long before the start of his rookie season, Cooley was traded from Peterborough to Windsor and made an instant impact for the Spitfires, scoring 26 goals in his rookie campaign. His energy and physicality stands out, but the young man likes to keep things calm away from the rink. I think I'm a pretty calm guy. A lot of times on the ice, uh, I like to get fired up and uh, my style of the game is pretty physical, pretty energetic, but I think uh, away from the arena, I just like to relax, have a good time, and uh, sit back and uh, enjoy it. A pretty calm guy with a pretty calm coach. Trevor Litowski's easygoing style has really developed and sharpened Will's skills in Windsor. 
and he's appreciative of his time learning from the former NHLer. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like you said, he's a pretty calm guy, easy to talk to. I think uh, the sort of one-on-one -on -one coaching style that he has has definitely uh, helped our team out well and uh, really elevated a lot, a lot of people's games on our team, and which has helped us out. His six foot three, two hundred pound frame makes Will a prototypical power forward with an exceptional shot, which he utilizes from the soft spots he finds inside the offensive zone. As a winger, he can disrupt the opponent while in transition, using both his stick and his body. I think uh, physical power forward, um, like uh, getting on the forecheck, uh, throwing the body a bit, separating the guy from the pocket. And I think uh, using my shot in and around the net, I think I got a, an excellent release and a good accuracy. I think um, when I use my shot well and get it through, it's, uh, it's definitely a good weapon to have. He's committed to being a power forward in the National Hockey League. While he watches a lot of former OHL stars like Tom Wilson and Matthew Kachuk, he models his game after Dallas Stars captain Jamie Benn. Like Jamie, Will played hockey in the winter and baseball in the summer, and sees a lot of things in Ben's game he'd like to emulate in his own. I like to compare my game to Jamie Ben, uh, physical power forward. Obviously, he's a big guy. Again, uh, he's got a heavy shot and pretty skilled as well. And uh, he stands up for his teammates, which I love to see. So I like to compare myself to him. Coming into his sophomore season, Will set out to improve his skating, something he feels he had room to improve on, and now he's happy to where his stride is at. Uh, I think my skating and acceleration is something I've uh, definitely tried to improve a lot. Um, I worked on it a lot in the summer, and I think it's, uh, it's come a long way. And uh, I think I still got a lot of room for, uh, for it to grow, and I think uh, that's something that can really elevate my game to the next level. In Windsor, his locker is directly beside Jean-Luc Foudy, another highly rated draft eligible prospect who Will gets to go through the entire experience with. Yeah, obviously it's, uh, it's really cool um, being able to experience it with him. It's, uh, it's pretty fun and it's, uh, it's a pretty cool experience uh, to be here with him and uh, play against him. Will Cooley is excited for the next steps in his professional development and he can't wait until he's selected by an NHL franchise in early October. Being a pro away from the arena, um, I think that's something that's really important, and uh, not only in hockey but in life, and uh, just being a good person away from the arena and carrying yourself well. Uh, I think just continuing to develop my game, you know, obviously, uh, personally, just continuing to develop my game, getting faster, stronger, and uh, putting lots of pucks into that. Anyways, that clip was courtesy of the Ontario Hockey League's YouTube channel. And Will Cooley is one of the big three with the Windsor Spitfires. Wyatt Johnson, Matthew Maggio, and Will Cooley. And the Guelph Storm have their work cut out for them uh, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock at the WFCU Center in Windsor. And then Friday night, 7.30 at the Sleeman Center against those first-place Windsor Spitfires. And they've won 10 straight games. And as uh, Manny was saying, they've won 13 straight at home at the WC. Center and have only lost one home game in Windsor since December. So I'm hoping the storm I uh, can get at least one point tomorrow night, maybe sneak two, but we'll see what happens. So tomorrow night's games at seven o'clock in Windsor and then Friday night, seven 30 at the Sleeman center. And then the storm take on uh, the London nights this Sunday at two o'clock at Budweiser gardens as well. Uh, guys, just before I let you go, the next live with CDP podcast is going to be tomorrow, Thursday, April 7th at 3 PM. My guest is going to be his second appearance, Mike K cut 
uh, the co-host of the morning drive on CKLW 800 in Windsor. Mike's a huge sports fan like myself, loves the Tigers. So Mike and me are going to come on and we're going to talk about the Detroit Tigers, uh, the 2021 Tigers team that won 77 games under A.J. Hinch and what our expectations or his is uh, this 2022 Detroit Tigers team as well. And I'm curious to see if Mike's going to the home opener uh, on Friday as Manny is going. So I'm just looking forward to going across the border this summer and seeing a Tigers game at Comerica Park uh, for the first time since 2018-2019 as well. And I just want to say thank you to everybody watching this on YouTube Please subscribe if you haven't. Uh, thank you to everyone watching on Facebook and Twitter. And also, guys, uh, just to let you know, uh, let's see. Live with CDP Podcast, the audio version is downloaded to Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, CastBox, and LinkedIn as well. And you guys can check me out on TikTok at Live with CDP. I just did an interview with Pat Gregor uh, from uh, the TSN, uh, National Lacrosse League Game of the Week. Uh, he did a nice three-minute interview with me there if you want to check that out as well. And uh, like I said, guys, I'm really looking forward to my podcast uh, tomorrow. And again, if you guys want to check out Manny, you can follow him at, uh, at Pava the Way. And you can also check out CKLW um, iHeartRadio.ca slash AM800. And also you guys can check out the Windsor Spitfires website, windsorspitfires.com as well. And that's pretty well it. I'm just going to read some more comments before I go. Uh, Christian, thank you so much for watching. Uh, best of luck to you guys and have a safe drive. Thank you so much, uh, Christian, for watching and appreciate it. And, uh, Enjoy your time at the game. Um, I obviously won't be at the Tigers games this weekend, but I will be at the Storm Spitfires game uh, Friday night working with Rogers TV. So, Christian, thank you for watching my podcast tonight with Manny. And this was Season 3, Episode 24. So, hard to believe. Uh, so, all right. Anyways, uh, guys, I hope everybody has a great night. And thank you again for watching Live with CDP and listening to it on audio. And if you have any comments or questions, please email me at cpome19 at gmail.com or send me a DM on my Twitter account, Facebook, or Instagram as well. So I'm really looking forward to my uh, next podcast tomorrow, Season 3, Episode 25, with Mike uh, K-Cut uh, from CKLW800 in Windsor, morning co-host of the morning show. And we're going to talk on our podcast show together about the 2022 Detroit Tigers and uh, how the, how we think this team's going to do this year. So, all right. And let's see, I got one more comment before I go. Uh, Christian, no problem. Again, thank you so much, Christian. I really appreciate it. And I'm going to have to come up to Windsor sometime uh, for a Spitfire game and a Windsor Express game as well. So. All right, guys, uh, have a great night, and we'll see you guys all tomorrow at 3 o'clock with Mike k -Cut from CKLW800 in Windsor, and it's going to be a Detroit Tiger uh, podcast show tomorrow. So, again, I want to say thank you to my guest, Manny Pava, for coming on for a second time, and uh, I'm looking forward to the Spitfires and Storm the next two nights in Windsor and Guelph. All right, guys, have a great night, and we'll see you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock with Mike.